0: Brapentonians and welcome to Brap Talk. This is a weekly podcast where we discuss the happenings of the motorcycle industry. I am your host, Jensen Bieler of Asphalt and Rubber, and joining me on this two wheeled adventure, the man whose voice is sexier than a tabernacle choir, (laughs) Mr. Shaheen Havandi.
1: Havandi. Oh, yeah, nice. that was lovely. I, yeah, I wanted to at least very follow up lovely. with it. Thank you. Yeah, it's my. I just drank some water. My throat's not so hoarse. It's very hot outside, Jensen. It's
0: it's it's. It, I was I was
1: about to say it's sweltering, but it's like it's not sweltering. But it's it's ninety one degrees. That's anything over ninety is hot. It's like the Corey West of hot. Ooh, it's like, like like yeah, it's kind of hot, but I've makes, seen hotter. Like it makes you sweat in your butt crack a little, but you could sweat more. It, it could be worse. It could be better.
0: It could be better. <laughs> it could be worse. It's just kind of
1: <laughs> meh. This is Corey West degrees right now. <laughs>
0: like uh, Shout out to Corey West and congratulations on his engagement. Dude. Uh, I hope him and Patricia are very uh, nice. happy together. Uh, I'm waiting for our invite. Yeah, it wedding. must be coming. I haven't checked the mail today. So that's I'm, probably, sure it's, I'm sure yeah. it's there. I'm excited for it. Uh, I did think it was um, – Smart might be the right word to do the engagement before she kicked his ass up and down the Laguna Seca track. You know? Just uh absolutely just lock just, it down. Just trounced him in both the <laughs> baggers and super hooligans <laughs> class. So I thought it was it was kind of just like way to lock it down before the shellacking. Before the shellacking. Before just oh. can you smell uh yeah. So no, congratulations to them. Super exciting. Huzzah. Huzzah.
1: High fives all around. Bravo. Firm handshakes. Firm, but like also a slap on the ass as he walks away. Like, good game. Have you seen that thing? It's mighty. Somebody's somebody somebody squats. He 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 does not squat.
0: Kidding me? Have you seen? It's like it's just like a little flapjack. (laughs) (laughs) You and I both have better asses than Corey West.
1: Well, but you know, he is more redheaded than I am. Uh, You win some places. Ginger, the ginger, the ginger is strong with him. It's the melange. He's like the cayenne pepper of the humans. He's red. They should give him a cameo in Doom because he's got the spice. Oh, shit. Like that. Throw that that way back. That's a sci-fi reference. That's crazy sci-fi reference. I'm excited
0: right. for that movie. I'm a sci-fi nerd, so I'm excited for that
1: I'm movie. excited for it, too. Yeah. See what happens. Um, <laughs> what's going on in the motorcycle world? <laughs> you, you, first. you first. Me first? You, you first. act like I've been around looking at things. Yeah,
0: I, I haven't seen you in two weeks, so I expected I, like God some good stories it, man. here.
1: <laughs> I, last night I slept in my own bed and it felt so nice. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, clap it in! What a beautiful clap thing. It in and then my neighbor's asshole dog woke me up at six in the morning. I don't know what that was all about. But it's an asshole dog. It's an asshole dog. You want an
0: asshole cat? I got one of those.
1: i've Nah, we already got one next door. Dog.
0: I will give a shout out to Cody Kitty. She woke me up at like four o'clock yesterday in the morning, not afternoon. Although that would <laughs> that would be fair too. Be amazing. And she's got a hairball and she's about to cough it up right onto my my wool blanket that I have on my my, my dry clean only blanket. Don't do it. That's Koda. on my bed. And the last minute, just. Turns her head and does oh. it on the floor. And I'm like, yes, good situational awareness, to Kitty.
1: She looked at you like that was a freebie.
0: Yeah, that was, you saved me a, because it's not like, it's not that big of a deal. It's just the fact that I'd have to like get in my car. First of all, I have to find a dry cleaner. I don't have a dry cleaner. I don't dry clean anything. Come on. Yeah. Is there, is look, that's at, still, look at, a, look at is my that's wardrobe. Look at my wardrobe. Do I dry yeah. clean this? No. We don't dry clean. Come on. I, barely I, clean. I got into the motorcycle industry, so I wouldn't have to wear
1: like suits and shit. <laughs> I mean, when I first met you, you had a nice ensemble going on. No, it's just been downhill it's just you, just you had total. like a didn't you have a company that like chose your clothing for you yeah that that was fancy i was like wow, i want to grow up one day to yeah, be that a guy. stylist stylist yeah no, i don't need that anymore that's gone in portland. I live way gone i lived in portland no <laughs> Here, like business casual is jeans <laughs> and a t-shirt i'm sorry khakis and a t-shirt i should say yeah uh, it was it was like republican casual <laughs>
0: um uh lost track of where we're going with this Anyways, go to kitty, go to kitty. Yeah, no, she uh, she turned the head, saved me from proud of you, cat. Probably hours of See, things. She's not that big of an <laughs> asshole, she's adorable. She's okay, she's all right. I kind of, yeah, I'll keep her around. She's oh, got she, she should bought herself another week.
1: Well, you know, that's all, that's all that matters. You know, it's like our dog, he just lives one day at a time. He's not really sure what's gonna happen next because he's not aware of anything. Yeah, he's like a fish in a fishbowl.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of things that I've only got for about another week. The Africa twin. Honda found out that I have what? an Africa twin. Damn it. Yeah. They're taking it back. Are you sad? I am sad. I wait, wait do not so want when are that they picking it up? Do we have a date? I do. I got like a week. They're they're actually up here doing like some sort of press launch for a dirt bike they won't tell me about. Rude? So I don't know what's up with that. That's just rude.
1: What about the other bike downstairs that I don't want to name so they don't remember that you have it? Oh, they forgot about that thing. Completely. Oh, good. Okay. But I don't <laughs> <laughs> It's like tag you're in. <laughs> that's your problem right now. Good luck. <laughs> you gave it a home. You fed it. It's yours now. <laughs> I, took it, I took it out to the lake and used it as an anchor. It'll it so hold damn anything big. down. Anything no. and everything. It's very impressive. Wait, so are you going to slap the dirt bike tires on that thing just to go brap around a little? I would love to,
0: but like honestly, like my shoulder. Yeah, that's true. I got a surgery date finally, okay. so that's good. And it won't be before then. But like, what was it? I don't know if I complained about this on the podcast or not, but I, I literally played frisbee in my driveway the other day and I made a motion ac- across my arm mm. or across my body with my with my bad shoulder. Oh, oh, oh. oh did it did it shoot up? Oh my god. We're we back to a 10. So painful. Ugh. Um so I can just imagine like hitting a rut or hitting a rock yep. and having the handlebars, yep. you know, make a motion just anything cuz I just like that position I don't have a lot of strength in. Like I can do street rides. I can I can do track riding but I don't have a lot of strength you know like I don't I can't support a lot of weight I can't I wouldn't be able really to get out of the saddle mm. and I certainly wouldn't have any ability to like you know manhandle the handlebars no so the especially front tire. on a
1: 550 pound bike
0: yeah so that's a bummer because I really wanted I was really looking forward to doing that and, and I'm not
1: maybe Harley will send you a dirt glide and let you take that thing after post-surgery
0: yeah I wouldn't hold your breath on that um uh, just you know, I think I think we both know where that relationship is, and we're just kind of healthy and um, just very dynamic, just very comfortable with it and growing Power sales. <laughs> um, no, but I think Honda uh, maybe will drop off a CRF 450L. Ooh la la! Maybe with some super motor tires. Oh, I don't know. Shit. We'll see. We're still figuring things oh, out. Shit! All right, I, I don't want to make any promises. But maybe some cool things could happen.
1: I enjoy how much you enjoy the Africa Twin with the with the dual clutch setup. I
0: am legit. I gotta write a story about the dual clutch because there's definitely some thoughts there. It, it, it has surprised me and I've, we've talked about this multiple times on the show but it has surprised me how much I've enjoyed that bike with the DCT mm-hmm. and how much like I get on some other bikes that don't have either a quick shifter or just <laughs> Like what anything. is this ancient
1: piece of shit?
0: Yeah like I get on my street Fighter, and I'm like oh, really I gotta gotta shift all the gears huh use my left ankle this is bullshit what am i like i i I could have a big gulp in my hand (laughs) i'm not gonna say i've been wearing a three-quarter helmet so i can hold (laughs) a a drink in my hand while i ride but you could you could you could (laughs) you totally could definitely could um so yeah no it's it surprised me how much i've enjoyed that that piece of technology how much I, i really didn't miss a manual gearbox
1: would your Jensen dollars uh, pay for one of those? Um uh, I don't know. How much does it add? Because I have cost? a KTM 1290s Adventure. I'm just saying. Oh, fine. Uh, it adds like what two,
0: three grand to the price, which is kind of steep. Oh, the DCT? Yeah. Uh, I don't quote me on that. I didn't. I didn't double check that number, but I, that's kind of what my memory huh. memory is telling me. Uh, and it also adds like twenty pounds or so. Um, I'll tell you. I, I really I, I like the Africa Twin as a round town bike. It was great. I, I took it to the airport. Maybe a dozen times. Mm. Uh, great bike for that. Great for around town. Pretty fun for spirited riding. You know, um, like are you gonna go be sport bike level in the canyons with your buddies? No, but she's got some pep. Yeah, got she's all got that some, low and grunt on it. Lots she's she's got twer- some moves. Lots of twerks. I I still think like that bike has basically four different uh, algorithms for the shifting mm-hmm. with the DCT. And I think the most sporty is probably like really where I want it to be, like on the halfway point. Like there needs to be like two more sportier. They've yeah, said that before. So, you know, there's a little bit left on the table there. But like, if the true measure is, you know, a bike you put it in the put away in the garage, mm-hmm. and you have a longing to to get back on and ride it, I think I think it does very well. Like I am genuinely going to be upset that Honda's taking that bike back. I I fought, I wouldn't say very hard, but I. I, I tried to avoid the conversation for as long as
1: I could because <laughs> I don't want them to take the bike back. I'm not I'm even answering it. the phone call and then finally answered, Hey, we got to talk to you about that Africa Twin. What Africa Twin? Yeah.
0: It, it, and honestly, like the platform is a really good platform. That 1100 motor, it's got a little bit more juice than the 1000. Like, that was kind of like my biggest complaint with the 1000 CC version of the Africa Twin, especially because we did the press launch in mm-hmm. Moab, so we're at Elevation. It just needed a little bit more juice to make passes on the highway, like fifth gear, sixth gear passes like comfortably around like a truck or something. Needed some more sugar. The 1100s kind of got that. It's got a little bit more power. It's got a bit more torque. Um, It's really good off the line. I think they're doing us a disservice by not having it in more things. Like I wish there was a 17 inch version supermoto type style bike, which could be really interesting. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I think it serves the Rebel 1100 really well to have that motor in there. I think they should put that motor in a bunch of other things. What was it? I think they've got it in a side-by-side. There's something else that they put that motor hmm. in. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's a good platform. Like, they've they've got something there. It should be in more bikes, and, and it's not yet. So get on it.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they'll do some kind of like a more sporty adventure mm-hmm. 17-inch wheel. Mm-hmm.
0: Something, maybe something, call it like more sport adventure. You know, because they got that big twenty-one inch wheel, like they're making it like really like a off-road adventure bike, mm-hmm. and it does well in that in that regard. I think uh hardcore dirt bike guys are probably going to want the gearbox.
1: It's interesting but, that it's in such two different uh, levels of spectrum on the motorcycling side, because it's either on a cruiser or like a full-on, you know, super adventure type motorcycle.
0: Yeah, I think it's because that motor just has a lot of down-low torque like yep. it really it really gets off the line well which is suits itself really well for for climbing hills and getting out of you know um, like muddied rocky situations mm-hmm. where you're slow speeds like, and it's the same like when you're getting from town like getting off the getting off the stop sign getting off the red light um, um, so it's a, it's a rewarding bike I think I think it's a bike that does a lot of things really well hmm. so yeah I'm,
1: I'll be upset to see it go um, maybe they'll send you a Rebel 1100 next.
0: I'm okay. You good? I'm okay. I I, I like that bike a lot. I was impressed by it. It's not the most comfortable thing in the world for me. and
1: like, It's definitely made for smaller people. It's a cruiser. Yeah, it's a cruiser. It's just not my jam. They keep trying. They keep trying to send you cruisers to try out. It's not weird. Kind of like that thing that I don't want to name that's in the garage because I don't want to take it away from you yet. Because I still haven't really ridden it. Like much. Dun dun dun.
0: <laughs> oh hey, the door the door's open there.
1: Oh shit, it sure is. Uh, tell me what were you been up to, sir. <laughs> I am um, I made a little trip down to Sonoma Raceway last week and went to the progressive international motorcycle show outdoor. 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 Outdoor outdoor. Um which was interesting. I, I was curious to see how that would work. It was very uh, demo ride friendly. It's a good area. For, there for there demo were there were a lot of gorgeous area. I mean, Sonoma Raceway, Sears Point is just such a cool little venue. Yeah, I let's think. get the nomenclature correct. Sears Point, Sears Point.
0: Say it like a local.
1: Hey, Sears Point. You know, like go down to five and down the eighty seven and down your mom and you're there.
0: You don't say the the in, in in NorCal. No, we say the for all the highways. No, that's a SoCal thing. All right. You gotta say hella, 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 hella is a NorCal thing. Oh, I gotta go hella fast on the highway. We he went hella fast on on uh, wait, hella is a NorCal five. thing. Oh yeah.
1: So, oh right. yeah. I got to learn my t- nomenclature. Yeah, man. Come on. Um yeah, so beautiful, gorgeous. Um got to be outside the entire time and meet and greet some cool peeps and got to see a couple of bikes up close and personal and it just I'm I'm struggling with the with the gambit of emotion that I'm feeling towards this one bike which is the new sportster
0: sportster s
1: sportster s correct you're right with that with that liquid cooled motor yes um holy moly what a in my opinion handsome bike for its for its category it looks good it looks really good it's a little bit cartoonish because it has a 180 tire in the back and a 160 up front yeah it's huge but it's just it just they did a really good job it's put together really well the whole package is really nice the the little um digital display is really really cool it just it looks good it's that so does look good it's yeah. it's well put together it's actually I, I dare say intuitive easy to use i was i was able to flick through the menu really quickly and figure it out were you able to take it for a ride no they okay. so they had like three i think they had a white one a black one and a maroon one so that each one of the colors there but the bike had only been released like two days prior and so they just had the ones there and we're just showing them to people, and every so, uh, so I got lucky because I was helping another uh, company, our friends at SW Motex, set up the day before the show, and we just kind of walked around after setup, and I saw the bike sitting there, and I think one of their people had just taken it for a spin. That's why I saw it. I saw it roll past. I'm like, "Whoa, I want to go check that out." Hmm. So I went over there, and I think the key was still somewhere around it because I just flicked the little on switch, and the the dash came on. I'm like, "Ooh!" Started hmm. playing with buttons until somebody was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I am pressing buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ride it?" They're like, "No." I'm like, "Please." No, damn it. Um, but I, I really like it. I, 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 could see it doing well. It seems to be priced fairly well, and it looks like it got put together very well. And it was interesting because you know Harley had a big uh, presence there, and then they had Livewire not far away from them. But Harley's presence, you know, they had all their regular Harleys, and everybody was like, you know, Harley brother. But everybody was interested in the Dirt Glide and the Sportster. Sure. And the Dirk was really the only one of the new bikes that was up for demos. Hmm. And it was like every five minutes, there was like 10 of them going out. Hmm. Um, So lots of people super interested in that bike. Um, And you could tell there was genuine interest in it. And they were all, it was kind of neat to gauge the crowd and see who was checking it out. A lot of people were current Harley owners that were interested in that bike. And it was like this curiosity about this new weird thing what is this you know it's got bags oh yeah my friends ride bmws oh yeah my friend rides a ktm holy shit so like we can ride this thing what does it cost oh wow it's right about the price that i was hoping it would be in and oh what who, who does the bags for it and oh you're telling me there's engine cars so like if i take it off-road like all right i want to see you take this off-road but there there was a lot of um genuine interest from people that were i would say in their Like the typical Harley uh, crowd, like they're, I would say fifties and you could tell they had their Harley jackets on, all their leather, this and that on, and they were just like beelined it to that bike to see what it was all about. And Harley did a pretty good job of kind of showcasing it and letting people ride it and kind of get an idea for what it is. They had all, they had like the cast wheels and the spoke wheels and it was my first time seeing it in person. It's much longer and shorter than I thought it was in person. Hmm. Um couple of people made comments about its little squat thing that it does when you come to a stop yeah apparently that works pretty well it, i guess it squats down really quickly and then slowly rises back up as you ride away um and i'm i didn't get to play with it at all i, I didn't ride any bikes i didn't take any gear with me which is shame on me i should have I had a chance to ride like the live wire and i just didn't um but i kept wondering you know how does that work in like an off-road instance if you're like out somewhere and then you want to suddenly stop because something happened you stall the bike or whatever and the bike drops it down but then you need to keep get going again do you have to like turn it on and like ride it for a while for it to come back up so you have ground clearance again or how does that work so i'm a little bit curious about that everybody was fairly impressed but again it depends on who you're asking right if you're asking someone that's used to riding a uh an electric glide or something like that and they get on this thing they're like holy shit this thing weighs nothing and it turns really fast and it goes really quick and does this and that. It's like yeah, but I'm curious. I'm I'm curious for like for my perspective of someone that rides a multi and has written the KTMs and BMWs, what is this thing like? Seems to be getting a lot of positive feedback from people who wrote it. So good job, Harley, on that. It's
0: not as bad as uh, as I was expecting. No. Is the is the quote I often hear.
1: Yeah. Which is a weird thing to hear. Well, I think a lot of people, and you kind of got that from the people from Harley. I think a lot of people walked up to it kind of puffing their chest and ready to make fun of it. And then they would ride and come back. And go, no, that, that didn't suck. Yeah. And so, it, there is, for whatever reason, there's this mentality of wanting to go and just tear it down. And then you ride and go, ah, there's nothing really that like I can maybe nitpick one or two things, but it's just not enough to tear the whole thing down.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but
1: it, it, I was expecting it to suck and it
0: didn't. It's kind of like like the backhanded compliment mm-hmm. that like your, your like grandma gives you, right? Because it's not. It's not a positive. It's like I was expecting you to fail and you didn't. Right. I'm not
1: saying you succeeded. You just didn't fail. Yeah, but is that coming from somebody who just doesn't want to give the positive feedback Maybe. because they're just being, you know, Maybe, grumpy yeah. and bitter about it? I don't know. Because those of us that are not Harley fans walked up to it and went, pretty cool. Like it, it seemed to have fairly decent build quality to it. it you know, I, I think the bike. I think the version 2.0 of this bike is probably going to be a much better bike. Sure. Because yeah, absolutely. A- as it sits, this is more a touring bike, less adventure. Um, it just happens to wear the 19-inch wheel up front because it's very long. And I can't imagine it just doing some of the things that the shorter wheelbase KTM or BMW or Ducati do. It, it just looks the part. And maybe I'm wrong. It just looks very, very long and feels like it's just got ways to get caught up on shit underneath it. Yeah, I haven't looked at the wheelbases to, to know. Um, and, and I have to say, I say all these things realizing that majority of people that ride these bikes, whether it's the Harley or the KTM or the BMW or Ducati, they don't go do that extra crazy thing. To them, it's like going down that gravel road that might have some washboard on there or maybe a couple of you know rocky uh, roads that have, you know, it's dirt road that has a couple of pieces of rock sticking out of it. So you're probably not going to do like single trail on this thing. So it'll be fine for everything no, you like, want to come at it. Like what 1,200cc adventure bike are you doing single track on? I mean, come on. We've done it. It's dumb. There are better bikes for it. Mm-hmm. And I've done it a bunch of times, and I'll probably do it again. But I know there are better bikes for it. And we just do it mostly as a ha-ha-ha, we did the thing. But that's not it's, it's, that's not its prerogative. That's not its job. That's not what it was made for. So that's just, that's just the stupid thing, really. So I take back what I said. I think it'll probably be okay. But I'm really curious to see what the second version will be. I, I agree with you. I think the second version... Is gonna be better because
0: they'll they'll learn some things that they didn't know before, and two, like it kind of takes. I think it's gonna take a couple generations to kind of like establish this market for Harley yeah. because, you know, I think the Pan America is a pretty good bike. It's it's a B, right? It's a B. It's a B plus. It's mm-hmm. something. It's something in that range. They didn't knock it out of the park, but they did a good job, right? But the problem is, like, am I gonna go buy one? Like, would I even consider one if I was in the market for a twelve hundred cc bike? I'm like, probably not. And you know why? Cause I don't want to own a Harley. I don't want to own that <laughs> Harley. You know, like if I'm going to own a Harley, it's probably going to be the Sportster S. Yeah. You know, because like that's a Harley in my mind. Where I was like, no, if I'm getting an adventure bike, I'm probably going to look at Honda, KTM, a BMW, a Ducati.
1: Is that just your personal bias or no, is that no, is totally, there a technical reason for that? I think that's it?
0: totally my personal bias. and And, but I think that is indicative of Harley's issue right now where it's like, like the reason you say like there's a bunch of Harley guys looking at it. I'm like, yeah, because for a Harley guy, the bar and shield on the tank is the bonus. Where it's oh, like, yeah. oh, it's a good, it's a good adventure bike and it's made by Harley. Right. Sign me up. That's yep. my brand. Those are my boys. This
1: is the bike. Well, that's a Whereas, pretty motorcycle industry thing, though. It's such an it's such a an emotionally driven it's tribal. lifestyle. Absolutely. It's tribal. I'm the wrong tribe though. And I and I think this is the thing that
0: Harley Davidson's gonna have to deal with over the next 10 to 20 years. Is they've done such a good job of making the industry tribal mm-hmm. and being like the most, I was going to say the most exclusive tribe, but the the most tribal of the tribes. <laughs> so it's like, no, like, well, they are the biggest tribe anyway. Yeah. For the last 20, 30 years, you've been actively not seeking me as a customer. Like you've gone out of your way to make sure I'm not interested in your bikes. You wanted someone else.
1: Do you feel like Harley makes that tribe and doesn't necessarily say come join our tribe or it's like you have to be this person to join our no, tribe? I, yeah,
0: I think they set it up like hey, we're we're developing a family of like-minded individuals and this is boom, 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 the criteria of mm-hmm. that. This is what they look like. And, and that's why I think like you have the BMW tribe and you have the Ducati tribe and you have the KTM tribe because in a way their reactions to the Harley Davidson tribe. And that's why I think you get, like, kind of, like, shitty comments sometimes, like, about this bike where it's like, oh, Harley-Davidson, oh, it's a big, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, because those tribes have been at friction with each other. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I think it's harder, like, no matter almost how good the product is, it's hard to convert someone like me who's not been a part of the Harley-Davidson tribe and has been a part of other tribes. Because it's like, oh, well, yeah, the bike's really good. Like, it's like Buell. Where I was like, I just, I just have such a hard time taking Buell seriously. It'd be really hard for me to get on a Buell, hmm. and even if you know Eric comes back and makes like the best superbike ever, I'd probably just be like, mm, "Good job, like that's cool. This, this bike's really rad and all the merits." I'm just,
1: I'm just really more of a Ducati guy. I'm just really more of <laughs> an Aprilia guy. I'm you're just right. really more of a. Yeah, you've already got these other, as you call them, tribes that are set. So if you're in the Honda or Aprilia or Ducati or whatever tribe, it's hard to.
0: Yeah. That's the power of branding. I mean, that's, that's what branding is. And they've owned a niche and they've defined that niche. And you're either in it or you're out of it. You're either playing dress up like a pirate or you're playing dress up like a power ranger. <laughs> and I'm a power ranger guy. I'm not a pirate guy.
1: <laughs> no, you can dress up as like a, uh, um, a hipster if you want as well.
0: Well, there's that too. Like, I'm not a hipster either. <laughs> that's interesting. That, that's right? the other because part of it. Like, I'm really not. Like, I live in Portland and it drives me bonkers, these hipsters that walk around here. I.
1: The Sportster, on the other hand, it was funny because the the Harley Tribe people, as you want to call them, the same ones that were you know sort of m- migrating towards the the dirt glide, they didn't. I, I didn't see as much uh, enthusiasm from them about the uh, the Sportster Sportster S, anyways. But the younger crowd, the sport bike people, the the adventure bike people, the the Shaheens and the Jensens and the Christians that we know uh we ran Christian's
0: towards it. a a a man's name not the a a, yeah, a, a person not a name religious. Christian not like
1: <laughs> i just brought the entire speaking of tribes bring that entire tribe over here uh but those of us who are you know they come from street bikes boy i'm i'm just enjoying watching what? you play with your tripod <laughs> over there it's going
0: on? you can't this is why I need a video part my mic stand all of a sudden like can't oh, stand you, up straight you know what it is your
1: your the white spot is facing you and it's going to fall in your face any second now you got to you got to rotate it give it a rotation is, it, uh, is that better? Uh, Man, that's, that's like the stupidest technical <laughs> difficulty ever.
0: I well, made it's a amazing. triangle.
1: There we go. Um Anyways, the sports are just seem to uh garner the attention of the younger
0: crowd. Well, isn't that interesting that you say like the Harley faithful aren't as interested in it and yet someone like me is. Well, like if I'm going to buy like think of think of motorcycles like shoes. Right? I, don't, I really don't think motorcycles are that different. from You've always said it's the most shoes. expensive accessory. You yeah, go by. this is like it's it's like wristwatches, shoes, sunglasses, motorcycles—all the same, <laughs> all the same category. Depending on what you fancy,
1: <laughs>
0: like the analogy would be like cowboy boots. I think of Harley Davidsons and cruisers like cowboy boots.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not a cowboy boots guy. Just don't ride a lot of horses. I don't drive a pickup truck. I don't live in Texas. I don't have a built, big belt buckle. But you
1: don't know how to line dance?
0: Uh I'm actually a fairly good line dancer. It's one of the few forms of dancing I can do. Then you do need with, cowboy with some boots. Don't but lie like, to me. but that's the thing. Like I just I, I don't own a pair of cowboy boots. Like truthfully.
1: I know what to get. It's for just your one birthday. of
0: those things where it's just like, not my jam. It's a jam for a lot of people, but not my jam. Right. But if I'm gonna go get some cowboy boots. They're going to be some Harley Davidson sports dress cowboy boots. <laughs> it's that same like if I'm going to get a cruiser, it's going to be it's going to be a Harley because that's that's the cruise. Like it's not even a cruiser unless it's a Harley.
1: Let's be honest. That's interesting though because Harley made a non-cruiser and all the cruiser people ran towards it, and then they made a modern cruiser with a liquid cooled motor that looks badass, and they were like, "Nah, that's wrong. That's that, not what a cruiser supposed to like look about, like." But that's what a cruiser is to it's me. It's like they took a cowboy boot and instead of like leather soles they put a full-on like sneaker sole on it it's a pair Uh, of cowboy boots you can run in
0: it's like a cowboy boot that like supports your arch and has like the (laughs) an insert like a sole insert that's comforting and it's got like the silver nitrate particles that get rid of the uh, the foot odor (laughs) it's like hey here's a fucking cowboy boot for the 21st century right here's your liquid cool sports that doesn't weigh 800 pounds and makes 120 horsepower and has this beautiful TFT dash that's that's really minimalist and good controls. And okay, yeah, it's got like 1.7 inches of suspension travel. But, you know, you know bakers can't be choosers. Right. It's the kind of
1: bike it's supposed to be. I'm okay with that. I am too. I have, I'm that. not saying we're going to
0: rush out and buy that was, one.
1: I'm telling you, of all the motorcycles there, that was probably my favorite one. And this is coming from someone who finally got to be face-to-face with the new Hayabusa. And boy, oh boy, that's a handsome bike. I'm going to shift gears here. It's not ugly. It's not ugly at all. Doesn't suck. It's, it doesn't suck even a little. There's, Do I wish it had wings and a turbo on it? Yeah. yeah there, there's so many things. You know about what was that. there that had that? The H2. Whew, give me that. I have a weird love for that. I will one day own an H2. I want that bike. I kind of feel like I, I would too. I feel like that. I feel like you and I should go half season one.
0: I feel like. I feel, well, one, I'd be horrible as a person to go halfsies on a motorcycle
1: with. Well, you barely ever ride them You just sit there and collect dust i'd be riding thing. all the time i would i would it would be a bike that i would take out like <laughs> one track I'm day. To get you to buy half of a bike that i want to ride all the time
0: yeah it'd be a bike that i would i would ride at like one track day a year
1: <laughs> i wouldn't even take the track thing weighs 580
0: pounds No, absolutely i'd take i take the pir where that's, that's where <laughs> the that, best track that's where it. that bike that's lives right. my friend <laughs> come on <laughs> uh on an on a no sound day
1: <laughs> no yeah no sound at all
0: um, and the rest of the time, I would sit in my living room and I'd sit there and marvel at the the ostentatious Ugh. dreams Ugh. that Kawasaki has. That's,
1: they, uh, It's funny because I, I had just, you know, I beelined it to the Hayabusa. I saw it because I had in the lineup for the demos, I had a white one and the silver one. The white's very handsome. The silver's very handsome. And then the black yeah. and gold, you know, how I feel about that. But the, I wish the gold and the black and gold wasn't so like, so gold. It's like more 14 karat. Yeah, like give me a little. little softer gold and it's interesting because i didn't realize that the the you know the dash the outer rings are gold on it and then when you fire it up it animates a gold ring on the inside i'm like "Mm, this is amazing i like that a lot the guy saw how much i liked it he's like yeah man i made it just for you i'm like yeah you did (laughs) (laughs) um which is funny because like I have this innate love for the Hayabusa. I think mostly because my wife loves them so much. But then I saw that H2 and it was like, this is what you guys should have done. That's what I want. This is what an opportunity yeah. to just say, you know what? It doesn't belong in any one category. Let's just go fucking buck wild on this thing and make this obnoxious supercharged motors that, that looks amazing. And yeah, ostentatious is the right word for it. It stands out. I don't care who you are. It's a cool looking bike. Even if you don't like it, it's still a cool enough bike where you'll stop and look at it and go, what the fuck?
0: It's a, it's a superlative
1: bike. Very.
0: And I think this is my criticism of the Hayabusa is that it is no longer a superlative motorcycle. And and what makes that hard pill to swallow is I think of the Hayabusa as a superlative bike. Oh, yeah. The fastest production bike.
1: The most streamlined, the most... The bike that got you in this business, man. Yeah,
0: basically. That was the bike that was on my wall.
1: You know what I liked more than the Hayabusa in that lineup was the newer Katana. Like I was like, that's cool. That stands out to me. The Hayabusa just looks... It just looks tired. It looks like a copy of a copy. That's because it is. And it's it shouldn't be. It's such a cool bike. It's,
0: it's basically a gen two with like some new bodywork and a couple changes in electronics. And the gen two was really just a re a massage gen one. Like if we're really like I think I've said before like the, the new high booster should be really like a gen two point five. I take that back. It's like a gen one point nine.
1: One point nine. Because it's the gen like, two like a, was like a one point two point
0: one. Yeah, because like the, the gen two was really like a one point five. Right.
1: You know they haven't really cleaned the slate yet. And I feel like the Hayabusa lovers will still go and buy it.
0: It's a it's a very nice bike. I think they're going to sell uh, at least a thousand units in the U.S. every year. for the so. Yeah. I
1: I really do hope so for Suzuki's sake. It is a very nice bike. It is a if you are someone that likes these bigger, you know, I don't know GT style sport bikes, fine. But I was still and and this is where Kawasaki. You know, I love their just their giant middle finger up at everybody. It's like. Oh no we we made this H two not even the R just the regular H two, and it's crazy and it's thirty three thousand dollars. The regular H two? Yeah, it's cheaper than that, isn't it?
0: It's well, like the price tag On
1: it was like thirty three. I thought
0: they they may, I do have a sneaking suspicion they keep raising the price on that. I'm sure they are. H
1: two on the website twenty nine five. Well, I wonder if they were the one that I was sitting on had something on it, but they, the price tag it showed like twenty twenty one thirty three grand.
0: You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they were just like yeah you, you, we, this is the got, show special uh, price there's like bro. four in the u.s you want one yeah you're gonna <laughs> dad's gonna get a taste here i uh, want
1: that bike that it's funny once i left the show it was like the sportster was like number one for new bike and being cool and then once i saw the h2 i just became a kid again
0: did you see on on instagram the iconic uh motorbikes auctions they have um they just got a yoshimira hayabusa x1r what and like, like this, you got to check this out because that's something that you and I both would be way, way into. I need to find it. And what was interesting is I was like, because when we were talking, I don't know how many shows ago that was, like five shows ago or six shows ago, we were talking about like taking a booster to the track. Like this is literally what Yoshimura did. Oh, man. To do that. Um, and it was like a 200 horsepower, 450 pound bike. You know, it's, it was actually pretty, pretty decent, but they do a lot of work for it. So it's really it's really cool to me to see that like they've got one and they're going to go and sell it and it's certainly going to be like this coveted special bike that I think any collector would be really happy to have in their collection, right?
1: Hmm.
0: I can't see that being the case with the current Hayabusa. Like let's fast forward like 30 40 years. Yeah. Is the quote-unquote Gen 3 Hayabusa going to be one that we're going to be excited like oh shaheen do you remember when no. that came out do you remember when you saw it at Sears point oh yeah i rode it at utah oh, man but dude that bike i can't believe there's one in a crate still dude I, got, I gotta have it i gotta put it in my garage no it's not gonna happen no you know what bike is gonna be like that though
1: that h2 that h2 oh, absolutely yeah, yeah i mean T- there's certain ten bikes ten years that are- from now
0: like whenever kawasaki finishes that run give it like 10 plus 15 years that's gonna be a sought after collectible
1: I thought I heard the Kawasaki, one of the people at the Kawasaki truck talk about there is going to be like a redo, some, some kind of a, either a redesign or a refresh on it where it's a little more modern uh, on the H2.
0: Modern in what way?
1: I, I don't know. He didn't really specify. So I don't know if there's going to be just like a version 2.0 of this bike that's coming out. I can which, see that. Uh, We'd I give would, it some body work maybe. Yeah. I mean, because it's interesting, right? Because the bike actually still looks good, even though it's it been out for, when did it come out? 2000 and 16 15 or 16
0: you're gonna make me look it up i can look it up that's around then let's say it's been out for five years
1: what's interesting it's is the it. the the front end design i noticed that all the newer zx's the zx6r and the zx10r sort of have that h2 front end on them now oh yeah no, that sort of elongated a- nose where mm-hmm. it's like we're gonna try and stretch this nose out as much as we can to get as much aerodynamics as we can possibly get out of it yep yep absolutely um uh, you know what was super exciting to a lot of people in the Kawasaki stand was that new and improved KLR. Oh boy, <laughs> the mule of them all. Uh, dare I say, put together very nicely compared to the older ones. I mean, the I older one that. had been around forever and ever and ever, and this is like here we've put fuel injection on this. Guys, you're welcome. I haven't seen one in person, but I've heard I've heard good things. It's it's very nice. It it just looked and felt good for what it is. It's going to be the bike of choice for all the globetrotters on on a budget.
0: kind of looking... So it got blacked out in 2016. What's this? 2014. Wow.
1: So it came out as a 2015 model. And it still looks the same and it still looks good to me.
0: It looks good. Yeah. Don't change anything. Don't. Just leave it be, man. I mean, take like 100 pounds out of it.
1: That'd be amazing.
0: That'd be fucking rad.
1: And it's funny because you sit on it and it's just got this huge lump of a motor between your legs and it still somehow feels more... Compact than a Hayabusa because I think it actually physically is, but weight wise, I don't think it is. The thing it was it's like 563 pounds or some shit like that. Let me look. Let me, it's me the look. The price of, a, of, a, of an Energica <laughs> or the weight of an
0: Oh, you know what you were looking at was the H2 carbon, which is 33,000. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: I wonder, I liked that it. it had shiny carbon bits on yeah. it. Yeah. Hubba, hubba.
0: Curb weight five twenty four point eight. So let's just call that a five twenty three. Um, what's the Hayabusa? I should know that off the top of my head. Dude,
1: he just rode one. It's it's around there though. It's like five five zero eight. They're they're shockingly in the same, and it's funny because like the, Kawasaki still has the ZX fourteen, and that just looks old and tired next to this thing. Oh yeah, which is funny. I mean, the I think the redesign for the latest ZX fourteen is probably ten years old now. Hayabusa five eighty two. Oh wow. Yeah. The, 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 the just the just I am user the, not like. I was about man. to say the dyslexia got
0: me but the stutter got me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> A bitty bitty bitty, very heavy.
0: Yeah, no, they're almost completely completely inverse. Uh 50 pounds difference between the two of them. If you take another 50 off that H2, that's that's respectable. Well, I don't know where you do it. Pipe, maybe some wheels. I wonder how many H2s they with.
1: make like how, how many H2s do you think they sell per year? 'Cause it just seems like such a halo machine for their brand. Five hundred worldwide, probably. Probably if I had to guess. I have never
0: seen one on the, in the real life. Like like I should back that up. I've never seen one on the road. Like just some dude riding one. I've seen them at the track. Yeah. I've seen them at shows. I've seen them at events and stuff. But I've never like been in my car or riding around I or just sitting on the street two. and just see one like go by. Oh, there goes one. Oh, would wreck.
1: Super, super rare. <laughs> super rare bike Uh, our our one friend chris who races omra or raced omra he has one used to or yeah that's right used to dang it that's the only time i ever saw it i remember when he did a a pir track day on the thing and just like down the front straight like holy shit did you see that thing go
0: (laughs) no it's it's rad like i i just i love i love i love everything about it yeah i love everything about it i i you want to go have it on We can talk. Yeah, let's talk. Maybe we can find that's a That's like my one. first fuck you money bike. Like that and like a Desmo <sighs> This
1: is cheaper. It is. It's by, way cheaper. By like a maybe a third if we find a used one. Possibly a little bit more reliable. Likely. Although, you know, parts on them are not cheap. Like watching our friends no. get carbon this and an exhaust that. It's like, fuck, man. Ducati parts are cheaper. Yeah. That's so okay. we need to find one that's been fixed up. We got to figure out how we're going to. Oh. Uh, we have different aesthetic choices. That's fair. <laughs> Maybe put some gold on it. Ooh, gold! For, oh, gold frame. Gold frame. Like gold, shiny gold, metallic. Yeah, but the frame is already a shiny bar. metallic green. We
0: just take the body I and just like it in it gold. With the
1: gold. That would be hot. Oh, <laughs> damn,
0: zaddy. Um. So I, I don't want to. I don't know where you're going. If I'm interrupting you, but like even if I edit this. We're like forty minutes into the show and we haven't talked about a single thing on my bullet points.
1: Welcome to Brap Talk. This is normal. So maybe um, what
0: do you got? I don't know. No, what do no, you know? You I, I didn't want to get in your way. You got you got anything else? What else did you
1: see? What else did you do? I, I rode an e bike. Which one? The the series one.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. How the was little,
1: that? Little uh, by Harley Davidson. Are
0: you sure? Because I don't. Uh, is it made by Harley? Because I don't know anymore. I don't know if it is. Because it's it's they were in their own lonely little uh uh little tent i think they're following us on instagram now now i feel
1: bad oh i will say this the dudes work there were super duper nice there was a lot of e-bike companies the biggest one there was giant that's really interesting they had a lot of giant a lot of e-bikes at the motorcycle yes thing there was a whole aisle of just e-bikes hmm. and then uh so i really like the series one i wrote the one of the more expensive single speed ones and I went straight up a hill in Sonoma. And the thing, I was like, I am There are some serious human. hills at Sears Point. There are. Yeah. And I got to do it. And it was super fun. I was like, oh, this is cool on a single speed uh, electric bicycle. And uh, I could see why these things should be in every major city. They're just easy to ride. It's super easy to ride. Super easy to ride. They're quiet as can be. Fun. Um, the one I rode was like 4200 bucks. Okay. But, uh, yeah, anyways, the show was great. It was fun. Great, uh, chance to network with a lot of, you know, industry professionals. That was super fun to get to meet a lot of people and see some new products out there. Uh, the only bike that, like I said, made me super excited was that street, uh, the, the, um, Sportster S. Obviously the H2 was super cool. Got to see the R7. Super handsome little bike in person. Um, you know every other, uh, pretty much every brand, but Honda, BMW, Ducati, and uh, Triumph, Piaggio were there. So it was it was basically uh, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, Harley, Zero, Livewire, KTM. I think Royal Enfield, and that's about it. And then a bunch of e-bikes.
0: Yeah, that's a cool event. I was kind of bummed. um I was kind of bummed to hear that you were going because I didn't know, and I was like,
1: huh. I would have gone to that. That sounds cool. It was super last minute.
0: Yeah. I would have been down. I was literally like, Hey, you want
1: to go on a road trip? Where? Sonoma for the MS. Fuck it, why not? Let's go. Did you get an out burger? Absolutely. Cheater. Cheated on me. <laughs> che- <laughs> you know, I gotta tell you, still a bigger fan of our our dear hit the spot fan here.
0: I was I was gonna save uh the AR Pro shout out until uh the end of the show. Okay. But dude man was like, Oh yeah, I was in Portland, so I went to hit hit the spot. You guys are right, best burger. Best oh, burger ever. High five. So we have we are not that is an
1: unendorsed it's, it's rubber stamp seal of approval. Yeah. Anyone that visits me in Portland and wants a burger, I go straight over there. Fuck, I want a burger right now. I do too. God, I'm so hungry. I'm supposed to meet people for dinner soon, so I'm gonna I have want to a see. meal plan thing. Yeah, why? Uh well honestly,
0: I saw Andy Debrino is sponsored by Fresh and Lean. Oh yeah. Our boy Andy. Yeah. And so is uh, uh friend of the show, Josh Heron. Okay. And I was like, you know what? You got me motorcycle marketing you win i want to i just i gotta try and see like it? i looked i don't I haven't had one yet they oh. just showed up um but i like i did the math on like how much i'm spending on food and i was like because eh. it's like 10 bucks a meal it's, it's expensive but i'm
1: that's kind not of bad though if you go outside to eat if right you now eat out so a lot yeah which
0: i do i'm like well i'm spending like 10 12 bucks eating out anyway the trick is to not go out after yeah. you get this that's my thing I, I have too much food in my fridge yeah. that will expire in like six days that i have to eat it, right which is Perfect for me because I've got that like clean your plate mom shaming. Oh yeah, that like I can't throw food out. I will eat spoiled whatever <laughs> no, just so I don't throw don't. it out. <laughs> I'll it. give myself the salmonilla if I oh, have God. to. Don't get ill with the salmon. Oh my gosh, we got oh we got we got like seven bullet points to get through. Ooh, seven. We're gonna get through these quick. All right, go. Garrett re resigns with Yamaha for World Superbike. Ooh. Big clap out to her, to Garrett. Hey, nice, Gareth. Well earned. A uh, one year contract. Okay. Which I think is perfect. Cause when he did his wild card or his replacement ride with um uh Yamaha MotoGP GP for Morbidelli, there's a lot of people being like, MotoGP GP caliber rider. This could this could be something like if he if he can impress, if he can do something. Wow, you know, the, he it was making some waves. So I think having him sit in World Superbike for just another year get some wins under his belt, kind of make a name and then launch him into MotoGP could totally work out. So um am stoked to see where that can where that can go. I haven't seen how he's been doing uh this weekend in Assen, but he's he's on track to get to get a race win this year. Awesome. So um it's cool to see an American in uh World Superbike doing well and potentially, you know, could be an American that we have in uh uh MotoGP. At, MotoGP Possibly. I don't want to like put the pressure on him or anything. I mean, th- n- no big deal, but you know, if you do it, it'd be cool. Right now, yeah, right now he's running fifth in Asin. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Another quickie. Aprilia Conrad recall is now official. Okay. I
1: think we talked about this last show. Yeah, we talked about it happening. We were hoping that they would do it, quote unquote, the right way.
0: Yeah, and, and there wasn't really any information in the in the release from NHTSA to, to to explain that. I mean they they are replacing the motors, um, instead of just having them like try to repair the motor. So you get right. a brand new motor. Uh I think they're the re the warranty restarts once the motor is in, in place. Yes. So you get Which is cool. If you bought your bike four months ago, you got a brand new get, warranty. You got then. free, free four months on your warranty. That's pretty cool. Um and I don't know if they're doing anything else. So we'll see, but um, it's like three. What is it? I wrote it down. Three hundred and eight models affected in the U.S., but only fifty nine are in the hands of customers. Oh, which is in line with what we reported earlier. Yeah, seven hundred worldwide. Uh, it takes like nine hours or something for them to do swap a motor out. That's so, about right.
1: Yeah, um, I think they sort of, you know, they they've dealt with it before, and and uh, seeing Ducati deal with it recently, they I think. It kind of proves, you know, it cost them money, but I I hope it'll retain customers, you know, at this at the end of the day we were just trying to create customer retention and if you can have somebody look at Aprilia or any brand go, you know, shit happens, that's fine, but they cleaned it up well and nicely and and they did the right thing.
0: I don't think
1: like a year from now anyone's going to care. Mm-mm. You know, right?
0: like, maybe there's, like, something to be like, don't buy a first model, you're Aprilia. Yeah, but people say that about every brand all the time. Yeah, right? So, but, like, as someone who's very interested in this category, I have very few reservations about getting an RS-660. Yeah. I
1: still would buy one. You still would? Absolutely. Yeah. Because shit happens, right? That's, the th- that's, that's why we, you know... Someone is street racing outside. Oh, man. On a street that's like 25 miles an hour. That's not like it was going 90. Not even 20. It's 20 miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, 20 miles an hour.
0: And classic Portland pedestrians that just wander into the road. Oh, they the don't road. even look. They just put their feet they down like walk, they'll stop. They just walk right in the road. Me. Crosswalk, doesn't matter. They just walk right <laughs> into the road. That's why it's a 20 mile an hour zone.
1: Oh, God. Oh, uh, boy. Um, anyways, yeah. No, I would I would still, I would 100%. If I was in this category and was looking for a bike like this, 100%.
0: I legitimately think about getting one of the R660s from the Factory Works program. Because that's Ooh. all I want to
1: do. All I want to do is ride it on the
0: track and race with it. Yeah. And you just sit there and you're like, oh, yeah. for, like 14 grand to get a race prep one that's making 105 horsepower? That's just nothing. That's unbelievably
1: nothing. I got no problems with that. No, I got. I think it's a cool bike. I'm glad they're taking care of it. I'm, I'm curious to see. Um, how it goes. I bet they'll just take care of it fast. I think, you know, one of the biggest challenges for, for, uh, I would say maybe even the Piaggio group, but specifically for Aprilia is that the dealership network is just fairly small. Yeah. And so the hope is that, you know, if you, if you bought one and you live in a city that doesn't have a dealership, now you got to, you know, deal with the inconvenience of taking it over there. And that's the customer that usually gets soured about it, but it's like, well, you knew you bought the bike with you know from a brand that doesn't have a dealership where you live and now you got to deal with driving it one two three four hours to wherever it, it needs to go to get taken care of so
0: yeah I don't even know here where where we would go
1: I think Seattle you have to go up to Seattle yeah like yeah. northern Seattle that sounds
0: right um you know what would keep me from getting one of these bikes though what's up KTM rc8c Ugh. Uh, and I and then and I here's here's this is this is the reptile brand that I live with right <laughs> Because I know, I know, I know for a fact that this is a Kramer GP2 with bodywork and orange paint. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. And yet, there is something about that where I'm just like,
1: that's fucking hot. That is hot.
0: I want that in my garage. Well, we've been
1: saying for how long now that we want a KTM that's fully fairing. I mean, since like the old school RC8. Um, question though, will this cost 34 grand? (laughs) (laughs) No, sir. Okay. It'll cost 39
0: grand. Fuck! I'm still buying the, RS, the RS660. Now. This is this is what this is like. This is goddamn. This is like I, I got a lot of thoughts about this bike, and I, I think I'm gonna end up writing like 20 articles on it. So I apologize. I already wrote one in our pro story about it. and I'm gonna write like another. <laughs> um I, I literally was just having this conversation with Kramer Joe not too long ago because I was like, you know, I really. I really would like to put a GP2 in my garage next to like, I like racing the Evo 2, the, the the HKR Evil 2. But I think for like track days and fun, I feel like a 600's where I want to be, or, or in this case, an 890, 890 tw- right. twin and and it having all the Kramer goodness on it. And, I, and I'd be like, it just really kills me that it's like 32 grand or whatever it is. And like, when I know, I know for a fact that the 690 single and the 890 twin motor wise cost about the same to make <laughs> how much chassis
1: difference is there
0: and well i mean there's not a ton not really I, I don't know if the swing arms bolt up together i know the fuel tanks do i know the body work does to a large degree the frames can't be that different you know i mean there's steel trellis frames like i'm sure their geometries and shapes are different but like in terms of raw materials and time to build it right it's got to be the, the same. conversation we always have so like I kind of just sit there and I'm just like, I don't know how this bike costs so much. I mean, I know it's got better suspension and it's got some better stuff and they've I mean, got like an hot. aim dash on it. That's fucking hot. That's so hot. Um, so like I'm already kind of like in this space and then KTN comes out with the wing. It's got the wings <laughs> on it. It's got a chin scoop, which uh, like, is there a rear... Higher heating issue that this chin scoop is solving probably not <laughs> no do but you, that's
1: straight up like MotoGP gp style yeah though.
0: do you need the winglets probably not like uh, do you do do you want to take away like three miles
1: an hour off your top end like because that's what they're doing no, it creates a, a problem for the person behind you so they, they can't draft you it's dirty air yeah but what i don't ugh. <laughs> so
0: nice so like i understand that ktm has to buy these bikes from kramer and then, like, do their own stuff on top of it. Right. And it's so it's kind of weird where it's like KTM KTM is selling a motor to Kramer that Kramer is then <laughs> selling back to KTM. And It's, it's a the weird same,
1: three-way handshake. And it's the
0: same thing where, like, WP is selling a suspension to Kramer that then Kramer is selling back to KTM and KTM <laughs> owns WP. So there's, like, this, like, weird, like, shuffling of cards and there's got to be some margin in there for everyone and then blah, 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 blah. So it ends up getting to the price that's thirty nine thousand right. dollars, but it still has that sticker in the bottom. It still does. It still says Kramer it still in the bottom. Still says Kramer. I like um, that. So, but the thing that gets me weird is like if KTM did this in house, it it would cost like half as much, and that's what they should have done.
1: Yes, I understand kind of why they didn't. Kind of, not really. I mean, goods. I guess that's very sportsman of them, but. Uh, it's it's just it's very weird because you would expect to be like,
0: okay, so KTM's coming out with the 890 base track bike. How much did that cost? Less than the boutique German brand, right?
1: right? It should be like maybe 20 grand because
0: of the the economies of scale and, and the purchasing power they have and in the theory, fact that they they are the ones making most of the components that's being sold to Kramer in the first place. You're like, how does it more? Like, I don't understand why it's more.
1: Well, because wings aren't cheap, Jensen.
0: Well, you know, at the end of the day, like what I think really doesn't matter because they sold out all 100 of them in four minutes, 32 seconds. That's so, amazing. So,
1: whatever's, yep. It's it, it, this keeps happening in the motorcycling world where a brand will make something so obnoxious, you're like, there's no way, and it's gone immediately. I'm looking at you, MV Agusta. Every time they make a $60,000 bike, it's gone. It's like the Rolex
0: watch, like. Does a Rolex watch tell time better than a Timex? I think not. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know it doesn't just because quartz crystals
1: are more accurate than mechanical gears.
0: <laughs> and then, and then my iWatch, my iWatch, my Apple watch has got the GPS timing. So it's even more accurate.
1: Yeah. That's like connecting with something else that's telling you what
0: time it is. But like part of like why you buy a Rolex is because, yeah, see that thing on my wrist that tells time right. less accurately, it costs uh, as much as your car yeah where it's like that same thing where it's like yeah like you can say whatever you want to say about this but like you show up on that yeah are you you a faster rider because of this bike yeah no, you show up on that and be like oh wow you had 40 grand to spend on a bike look Look at at you size of that guy's wallet yeah look at you big spender um and there is like this market of there's got to be at least like 200 300 people in the world that will just buy whatever ridiculous ridiculously expensive motorcycle comes out like that is envy Agusta's business model right now basically
1: <clears throat> i am um, i poked fun of this thing the oh that i'm the, sure we'll the, talk about the, in yeah. a second
0: okay a sneaky mystery
1: our <laughs> listeners don't know what
0: you're talking about Ooh, it's it's a bike. Get, your get your drinks ready that is the next thing on my to-do list here is it is it oh, Are we there oh i love i forgot it oh my gosh Yet. it's on the i have it open on my tabs i don't have it on the uh the bullet points but yeah it's a ducati Panigale v2 bayless edition which is officially called the get ready for it. It's a long name. Ducati Panigale V2 Bayless first champion 20th anniversary. Who was drunk when they made that up? And the thing is, if
1: you call my shop to order one, I will make you say that entire thing.
0: As you should. That's ridiculous. Wait, which
1: one do you want? The V2 Bayless. I'm sorry. What? I don't have that. We don't have a bail- the uh the bailout? No. The bail- yeah. You have to give me the full name. Um, We've already sold out of our allocation on that. And I made fun of it because I was like, cool, a V2 with stickers and like good suspension. Yeah,
0: it's more than that though.
1: It is way more than that, I know. Uh, but it's already gone. Yeah, I'll believe that.
0: Um I, I, I like I liked everything about this idea. Uh, I like Troy. Yep. Um I was convinced at one point in time he was gonna help Claudio dig a hole for my body, but you know, we got <laughs> over
1: it. Um Who says they haven't already done that? <laughs> I told you that story, right? Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Don't worry about it. That'll be in the novel. It'll be there. It'll be in the memoir. The
1: the tell-all novel. Yeah. Um, The the memoirs of Jensen Beeler.
0: When I went to Harath and rode the V2, I was like, great, fantastic bike, great. Mm -hmm. Probably the best track bike on the
1: market. But it needs better suspension.
0: But I was like, but there's room above it. There needs to be an up-spec version, a Panigale V2S. Right. V2SP or something. And that's kind of what this is. Yes. You know, and it's just a little bit cheaper than a Panigale V4 base model. Yep, it's got the Olin suspension. It's got upgraded brakes. Mm -hmm. uh, Master cylinder, I believe, is the biggest change. Uh, Solo tail, lithium ion battery. Okay, whatever. Um, I mean, all in all,
1: they help lose like six and a half pounds or so on the bike.
0: Yeah, yeah, not a lot, but it's okay. Okay. And then
1: You throw some nice and then you got a, nice, wheels on it. a
0: very nice Troy Bayless replica paint. Yeah. And if and and what Ducatisti isn't a Troy Bayless fan, like that's like the universe, like him and are like universal Ducatisti fandom. Yeah. I screwed that sentence up. That's but, fine, it works. I understand. Yeah, you got it. Uh, it's not like it's like the Carol Abraham edition where like five people in Czechoslovakia <laughs> are gonna buy it. <laughs> um, it looks good, Like, I get it. I totally get it. I think I think there's it fits perfectly in Ducati's lineup.
1: Uh we've we've literally had people you know come in today or call and hey what's the like what's my out the door on this thing like buddy that's not how these special edition bikes work. <laughs> what's your out the door? What do you mean? like you, what's the best deal you give me on this thing? Well I, I, put a deposit okay. on it. <laughs> I, I i
0: can see that going a couple ways
1: i don't know why i'm like stammering so much today
0: <laughs> but i can see like hey what's my out out the door shaheen as in like by the time you get me for my taxes right. my registration my title my freight my setup your exhaust your new wheels your
1: new leathers mm-hmm. that have
0: to go with this thing come on bro i mean just like, like like what's it actually gonna cost me to get out the door with it or is that out the door like so what's uh i saw the the list price, but what's my price? That's that's usually what, what, the, that's okay. the conversation. What, what kind of wiggle room do you right, have like on what's that? My uh, price on
1: this thing twenty one thousand uh, dollars. Listen, there's about five people ahead of you who already sold us out of it, so none. Your your price is zero actually. Wiggle, 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 <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. What?
0: You got any wiggle room in this? Uh What I don't understand, and one of the things they're kind of making a big thing about, was like, oh, it's the numbered edition, and I tried to get a thing from Ducati, like, okay, how so how are you making? How are you making? Uh huh. I'm like, "Oh, we don't really have uh information on that." And I'm like, "Okay, let me ask you this question in a different way." Uh, in what ways is the number on the trip clamp different from a VIN? Because technically, all your bikes are numbered editions <laughs> if you look at their steering stems. <laughs> eh,
1: that's funny. Because like that. that's what
0: it is. It's just like, we're just going to keep making them until people don't want anymore. Right. And then the number, like, we're just going to write that number down on the triple clamp. That's what you're getting.
1: So it's interesting because the the one that you have a photo of has XX on there. So I have to believe they're going to make a triple digit number of them. Could be 500, could be 999, could be 100.
0: My understanding is this is going to be a 2022 and 2023 model year bike. Hmm. They're going to do two at least two years with it. And they'll stop making them when sales start stop coming in for them.
1: So that's probably a, a proper understanding because I think that's more or less their theory behind the V4 SP.
0: Yeah, but it just like like they're like they make like a big thing in the press release. We're like numbered edition and they're
1: like okay, how many? Yeah, because we just talked about it right before we started talking about this bike. As soon as you make it special, people buy it. Yeah. So as soon as you say numbered edition, well, how many? Well, don't worry about it. it's a numbered edition though. it will be numbered. Like but there'll be a number on there. Seven thousand is a number. Yeah, it's numbered. It's just, it's just
0: No different from a VIN. That's all I'm
1: saying. <laughs> My hating, I'm just saying
0: that aspect of it, just basically a VIN number.
1: 21 grand for a numbered edition V2 Bayless. 21's a lot for 21's a, a lot. for a
0: 959. But you
1: know what's less than this? Uh, well, actually, this is this is less than what? That that KTM. I take the KTM. Really? For 40000 dollars Yeah. I'd take a V4R for 40000 dollars well, you
0: can't get a V4R for forty grand, can you? Or you can. That's how much
1: a V4R is. is it? Yeah,
0: it is because it's super bike rules. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: Nah, mm, mm. Mm. Really? You could literally get a bike that'll probably spank on just about anything on a track day, and also still, yeah. still be street legal, and come with a two-year warranty for the same price.
0: You know what? Though, I mean, I say this having not ridden the Kramer GP2 or the KTM RC8C. Uh, I would probably have more fun on those than a Panigale V4R. Panigale V4R is an amazing motorcycle, best superbike on the market hands down. Period. Done. <laughs> like you want like you want to buy a superbike, you've got all of, all the monies in the world. That's that's your girl.
1: But, but this one's got wings.
0: 200 horsepower <laughs> superbikes like they fucking tire you out. You're going yeah. to spend like a fortune in tires. Like it's just it's a lot. I think this is a lot. Like I I think I have more I'll put it this way. I have more fun on my Kramer, my 690 Kramer than I do on a V4R. I just don't forty thousand dollars like have that much more fun. The the nineteen hundred dollar Delta. Well, I mean I'm not gonna spend the extra sixty five hundred dollars to buy KTM's (laughs) bike. I would just go to Kramer (laughs) Joe. Be like, what can you do? Further out. By the way, Kramer Joe's got like four bikes in the US gp2s holy shit really if you're if you're not if you're on the wait list for for the ktm and you want to you best step lively get,
1: get one of those a little bit sooner yeah. uh call out your boy for roughly five thousand dollars less money i get a taste on that joe mm-hmm. like like 500 bop at least no, it's
0: five percent always ask for five percent five percent i think 500 pops probably more
1: money yeah than probably 5%. is you're probably right <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know what his margins are but
0: i wouldn't believe it
1: it's the motorcycle world margins are not even a thing we talk about we do it for the love um, I, I I don't know that I would take the KTM over the V2. I'm sorry. Hold on. I have to say the full name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Over the Ducati Panigale V2. Bayless first champion. Twentieth anniversary. That's just such a long. Twentieth anniversary. Sorry.
1: Why? Where are you going to write all that on the side of the bike? Maybe it's shorter in Italian.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm shaking. I'm shaking my head. now. So, so, no. anniversario anniversario all right, what's next? I don't know. Fucking, um, are we done with the V2? I feel like I feel like we haven't gotten people significantly drunk yet.
1: <laughs> I I do wish for at that price that it came with the with the little, I call them the chicken foot forged aluminum wheels.
0: Oh, does it not have forged wheels? No, it looks
1: like it has the same wheels that the other V2s have on them. It looks like just the same inky cast aluminum wheels yeah this is the same exact wheel that's the wheel that the uh, v2 and the v4 non-s come with if you told me mm-hmm. that a v2s was coming
0: without the the paint and forged wheels i'd be like okay that's fair yeah that's a good swap mm-hmm. i don't know if they're gonna do that but that makes sense i mean
1: anyone that buys a v2 from us and wants to go do track days within they say, oh well, man what would you change on this thing wheels wheels here's your wheels I mean, I get that exhaust is cool and all that stuff, but just change the wheels. Do yourself would, a favor.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't care about the exhaust.
1: Plus, most tracks are so damn quiet. As soon as you change the exhaust, you get fucked anyway. So just buy the wheels.
0: I got really excited when I first saw the uh the photos because I thought it, maybe it was Troy. And then I was like, oh no, that looks like oh I know. I, like I actually zoomed
1: in too. That would have been amazing. I'm
0: like, Troy fucking scraping elbow. Get after it, my son. <laughs> Um, I man, this is gonna. This next topic, I think, could take us, could close us out. Oh, is it about? Yeah, it? yeah, I think it will be because the other thing I want to talk about is just that's like a whole another conversation. Oh, ooh, and I, I thought I knew we were going to talk about, but I think I don't. I think next time I want to talk about the European Union banning fossil fuel cars.
1: Okay, that seems to be an ongoing conversation yeah. that's very dynamic and it keeps changing every time yeah. we hear about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so let's finish out with Triumph is getting into the motocross and enduro bike game. Th- I mean, th- I felt like that news should have broken the internet. Well, you know what it is? I got I got a little, a little upset about this. Okay. Like, there's no news here. Oh. The news is literally like, hey guys, we want to make some dirt bikes. <laughs> I know. We, we <laughs> hired two guys that are really good at dirt bikes, <laughs> and at a later date we're going to tell you about the dirt bikes we're going to make. <laughs> and you're like, okay, so why don't you just wait maybe another month or two when you actually have something to tell us
1: to tell us it? Like, was it a slow day at the office? Or? They were like, we need some we need some clicks. Yeah, literally. Let's just say something wild. Oh, I know what to say. Tell them we're going to start doing dirt bikes. Yeah, but we don't have anything out here. Just tell them. You know what this tells me? They
0: haven't fucking started anything. They're not gonna have a dirt bike out for another five years. Well,
1: probably be an electric dirt bike by then. Then, that, based well, on the, that's the thing. Based it's so on in, the European Union's, I rules. had this
0: exact conversation with someone. Like, that's exactly the thing. I'm like, you know what? But the like the way they're going about this, and the fact that there's basically nothing they can tell us right now, right. tells me they are in the very, very, very early stages of the process. Where it's like, okay, so if it takes three to five years to make a bike, and by the time like you make like kind of like a competent one, let's call it five years. Like, what is, what is the dirt bike scene? Like, what is the motocross? Let's, maybe Enduro won't go this way, but what does the motocross scene look like? Right. Like, there could legitimately be like, yeah, four strokes? Those are on the way out, man. Yeah, People out are dude. racing. We're, we're racing electrics now. <laughs> KTM and Honda. The Erzberg they, rally is
1: going to look so different. Yeah. Or sound very different.
0: So, it's like one of those things where it's like, unless your plan is to, like, be the first company to market with an electric dirt bike which triumph is not in the technical position or the financial
1: position to do
0: i just like it's a it's a very interesting
1: wait didn't triumph do this exact same kind of news with the electric bike idea that they came out though they're like we have an idea we're going to make the best electric bike
0: they've done this with multiple models they, they were i remember when i first started they announced that they were going to come out with a a 250 cc like road bike uh-huh and then promptly killed the project. Like it was like it literally. I think at ICMA they showed us a rendering of it, right? And then
1: within like two years they canceled that project. And you're like, yeah, because you bring it up. All every you had thing. was a render, right? You bring it up every so often, like, hey, whatever happened to that? <laughs> Be like, well, you got to bring up old shit, man. We're in the, that was that's in the past. We're keep, in the future. Keep my name now. off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have when we had a conversation not that long ago about Triumph saying. We've got plans to make the best dirt bike. Well, what is it? No, no, they're just plans that we're talking about. We haven't actually made it. We, what would you like us? What would you like if you were going to it? What would it be like? We got it. We need we got very clean blank slates here. We need to fill it. <laughs> I like this idea on the face of it.
0: Uh, I think uh, Triumph, especially if you want to get more serious about the US market, I here's what it is like I, I can see someone at Triumph was like, man, that United States sure does sell a lot of dirt bikes. That dirt bike market sure is growing over there. Yep. It's Not doing too shabby in Europe either. You know what we should be doing? We should be selling some dirt bikes.
1: You know, your English accent is uncanny.
0: This is a banger. Banging. (laughs) Ah, mate. (laughs) You said straight up Australian again. Oh, fuck. I'm Australian. Australian. (laughs) Oh, no. Ah, kangaroo. It got me. Make a dirt bike. Crikey. (laughs) I apologize to all of our
1: Australian listeners. Actually, you should apologize to all of our English listeners.
0: Nope, they're on their own. (laughs) They know what
1: they did. I've sent a lot of stickers to England. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh boy I, mean, I can't even i can't i'm stuck in australian like there's a switch uh, i'm having so many speech impediments guys today, he has australia I, and russia I, I, that's I really
1: it the, <laughs> he just has russia and australia
0: <laughs> Two mice. <much. laughs> <laughs> oh i feel like my go-to like impersonation is christopher walking even though it's horrible but if i ever got like in a pickle in a public speaking situation just do it i've already made my mind up that i'm going full aristocrats joke oh wow yeah nice because it's just like well i'm bombing so kind of try it's this like, one it's like um what's his name uh, oh crap who's a comedian <sighs> he kind of looks like me if i do if <laughs> i you know what i'm saying <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't know. Like, oh my gosh! Face
1: you just made. Uh, what's his name? Gilbert Godfrey. Oh jeez. Oh wow, that is a good face you just made, right? Holy shit! Looks like him, right? I see. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's one thing I do really well. That's the voice of the parrot in, in Aladdin.
0: Yeah. He was at like something. He was like bombing, and he just went right into an Aristocrats joke. What the fuck! <laughs> it's just. It was like the worst one you've ever heard, and you're just like, "Bravo! Well nice. done, nicely done." If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. Um. What's that have to do with Triumph, Jensen? I don't know. No, but it's just like that thing. I, I literally think they're like dirt bike sales. We should do that. Let's do that. <laughs> and then we'll figure out the details later. But we've made the case on the show before. Like, Ducati should be making dirt bikes, in my opinion. Absolutely. I, I, I don't understand
1: why. I, I would love to see Aprilia get back into oh, that Man, space. Give me that single-cylinder Desmodronic engine. That would be amazing. Hmm. We've been saying this for so long. No one's doing the thing, Jensen
0: no they look at me like i'm crazy when I here's the trick
1: it. just buy a super mono for a hundred thousand dollars take the engine out of it and put it in a dirt bike boom point made <laughs> so
0: yeah i'll be very curious to see what transpires here with triumph it's very vaporware though and do we think
1: they're actually like are we gonna be talking about this next year or is this gonna be another thing where they're just like oh we're just kidding us. i feel
0: like we're gonna talk about this in like three months because they're gonna be like we're gonna make a 450 cool like um what kind of architecture? It's going to be a 450 single. Can you tell us anything more about it? It'll have two wheels. Like I think that's just go on. Let's just kind of like trickle this out. Yeah, we're gonna kind of like it'll say Triumph somewhere on the bike. I don't think they're gonna do the thing where like they buy someone else's. I don't think it's gonna be a rebadge. No, I think Triumph they, builds their own motors. I, think I, I can see them doing that. Eh, they don't build their own motors. I but, mean, you know, they they, they tell people they, they have they build partners their motors. that they build their motors with. <laughs> It's like, (laughs) it's like when you do like some sort of uh, like hobbyist thing. Like I'm gonna like work on my car with my kid. (laughs) You're not working on anything with your kid. Your kid's watching you work on your shit. That's kind of how this is like. He's
1: handing you the ten millimeter socket. He's getting you a beer from the fridge. Is what he's doing. (laughs) Um. Cool. That's all I got to say about my so we're not we're not going here. This, This is the next next show. Now oh, fuck those guys
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fucking done with it. Fuck oh, Jensen
1: y'all Jensen's in a mood today, seriously, this is uh my wife calls it burn whole thing down mood uh, not, I don't know if I'm that that moody maybe, yeah, maybe that's far but fair I didn't say moody, I just said you're in a mood. I'm in a like yeah, what's your aristocrats joke? It's tooth no.
0: Save it for the day. Save it for the day? Save it for the day. All right. Uh, I feel like it should be our um, outro. Uh, looping back, we had one in our pro lineup. Uh, our boy Nate. Now, Nate took some offense to our previous Nate, who was dubbed Nasty Nate. Oh, he doesn't like Nasty Nate? No, he, he says he's the real nasty. Wait, why? Is he like nasty? I,
1: I, I refuse
0: to get into the middle of the Nasty Nate-ness. Whoa.
1: Can the, the al- Natanine? Any, anyone that listens to us named Nate, send us a quick paragraph at we braptalk at gmail.com. Fight for why you should be called nasty, Nate. I want to know. Tell me in 250 uh, words or less why you're nasty. Nate. 250 words. <laughs> yeah.
0: Give <laughs> <laughs> it short of words. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's too many words. Um, but he uh he he he's been to the Portland, he's had the uh hit the spot burgers. Nice. So he's 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 doing the brap talk things, which I appreciate, and I appreciate the A and R Pro sign up. So thank you, sir. Thank Thanks, you, Nate. Nate, who are apparently also nasty, fairly nasty. I mean, like if you get up if you get uppity about someone else having the nasty name moniker, you you be nasty.
1: Am I right? I I mean you are. I think you are. I feel like there was somebody else who signed up for A and R Pro. Well, probably and they wrote on here that they you know were a little bum you didn't name them out but i'm trying to find see who it was so this is this is the issue this is the issue i i 100 believe that and i apologize but this is the issue this this show is dedicated to the ones that we don't name i don't know the right. ones that are left behind mm-hmm. the ones that were left behind this is for my homies who couldn't make it um
0: there's only was it on it this is like the worst place to 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 claim your A&R pro press out is by far Instagram.
1: That's oh god, That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, absolutely. Me either.
0: Uh, let's get the let's go get dinner. Let's go get dinner. Me so
1: hungry. You so hungry. You need a burger. I do. Are they open? You need a burger. No, it's seven o'clock. No, nah, well, Seven
0: o'clock on a Saturday. Why would oh. a
1: restaurant be open? No, that's please. Seven o'clock on Saturdays. That's when the bars open. Restaurants are closed food culture here just actually you know who's open who's serving burgers right now is the place that's by my shop those are really good burgers Wait, What time do they close uh eight or nine i think the farmer and the beast closes at eight you got time go get you a burger son That'd Be me one i'm not going across town.
0: i got i got food in the fridge
1: but um burger i know right uh, well, if people want
0: to get in contact with us what do they do well they call us <laughs> no, do not do not call me. You've given my number out to panic a, on couple, your face. a couple a <laughs> couple
1: listeners, and we're gonna have some words about that. Man, the look Could, of panic on your face. I wish I had my nope. camera when I did that. That was the perfectly nope. timed joke. Nope. Do not <laughs> do that was never call me. Oh, he He just lost all appetite. Don't call <laughs> Jensen. Or do if you want to get him pissed off. Um but what you should do is follow us on Instagram at we at Brab talk Twitter at we braptalk. send me an email or two. Like I said, if your name's Nate and you listen to us, I want an essay. For you sure want to be one. the
0: nastiest of the Nates. The nastiest
1: of the Nates. I need to know why you're the nasty. I mean, tell me a story. Maybe something you did before. Maybe something you're gonna do. I don't know. Uh at you know we talk. We brat which we talk. Hey bro, we talk. Ah, oh, crikey. Crikey, we Talk at gmail.com. um ah, cheerio. <laughs> cheerio, mate. Chip chip cheerio. Chip chip. Wait, is that English? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't even know anymore. And then um, on the on the book of faces you find a rap talk motorcycle podcast. Please listen to us in any way well, you're already listening to us so I'm telling you. So you know, tell your friends, tell your family members. I don't like the attitude. Leave a comment on uh Apple Podcasts. Definitely, leave a comment on Apple Podcast. And a rating. Uh, and a rating, which would be awesome. You know, better if it's like a five and you're like, These guys are the best. And we're like, Yeah, man, you are too high five. Cool. Let's eat a burger high fives, again. All high fives all around. First all around. Um, yeah. Anyways, you know, make good choices. 53rd, ride your damn motorcycle. And take pictures of it. Show me. And don't call me. And definitely call Jensen. <laughs> Jensen misses you. Call him. I don't do hugs and I don't do phone calls. I'll hug him verbally <laughs> through the phone. <laughs> oh, all right. Good talk. I'll see you out there. Good talk. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Okay,
0: you know who you know who does it? Is uh my boy Ebe eeb 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 out in Chi town really 650 eeb 650 eeb you gotta you gotta watch his his youtube channel (laughs) because he does these like super bike smackdowns i mean he's such i love eeb i love eeb i love eeb i love it when he's at a press launch but he's such a squid he's just (laughs) such a squid he's just such a squid about like
1: figuring out the algorithm he's
0: fucking drag racing street racing doing squidly shit I love
1: it. I love everything about it. <laughs> it's the shit people watch. That's why he's got a good no, TikTok absolutely. probably. He's, he's
0: got it figured out, man. <laughs> he's, he's doing it full time. He's living the dream. More power to him.